So media is what's dividing us as people because you're only going to be able to hear your point of view. They're only showing you your point of view as opposed to just news. Yeah. And apparently my point of view is oatmeal based. And, and we, we were talking about what's the guy, the oatmeal guy? <gasps> we were. So right back onto oatmeal and cocoon. This is where the party ends. I can't stand here listening to you and your racist friend. I know politics for you, but I feel like a hypocrite talking to you and your racist friend. This is My Racist Friend, a podcast about the messy parts of relationship that help us grow together. I'm Amy McKees. And I'm Don Griffin, Jr. I get uh, several articles every day that are either either like therapists say that don't do this if you're anxious or like the number one thing never to do if your kid's depressed. Hmm. We were talking about being right, you know, like sometimes we're right. Maybe it's bec- the, the, the group that we're in or the people that we listen to and the news we get supports what we believe yeah so if that if if that's happening with us that's also happening with people that we think are crazy they have thousands of thousands of things being told to them that supports their theory yeah not including fox news when we let fear drive the drive our brain basically or our experience then we lose the capacity to empathize if if fear is driving instead of empathy and then when we look at other people we don't see human we see like our own worst ideas about them i was thinking of marine walkers like model me and not me and that when you are driving with fear and then you can't empathize that what you see is the not me and that's like the thing that you desperately don't want to be and so you're going to be like pushing against it and angry and yeah. they're probably going to reflect the same thing back to you okay give, give us a story for those that i guess or or how it fits with your idea of the way marine would was talking about it you're like not me or you're utterly not me i think what other people would talk about like your like inner monster or your shadow mm-hmm. i can think of times that i get like super activated would be times that someone says something that makes it seem like I don't like I don't have empathy. <laughs> that makes me really mad. Okay. <laughs> because that's part of my like that's really important to me. So that's part of like my model me and my not me is like someone who's so self-centered and doesn't even care. What is your like model me? Like who do you really want to be? Who do I want to be? That's that's a really deep question. Uh, I kind of have a hero complex type thing. Okay. You know? So when people are talking about Don Griffin, what do you want them to be? 
like Don Griffin gets shit done. Don Griffin can is 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 the guy that will fight for the little guy. Don Griffin loves community, loves people. Mm-hmm. Um, Don Griffin isn't stupid. Yeah. Don Griffin isn't. You can't put Don Griffin in a box. With all that, you know, sometimes you leave self out. Because you're I, trying to be. I'm trying to be all your that mommy. for everybody. I'm trying yeah. to be, every, you know, right? I don't show weakness, or I try not to show weakness. When you do that, then it's hard to ask for. It's hard to ask for help, right? Yeah. And it's also hard for people to believe that you need help. Does yeah. that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I had someone today talking about like how important it is to be able to, um, to like expect to be vulnerable when you come into therapy. Mm-hmm. It can be scary and upsetting at first mm-hmm. because people aren't used to just sharing without a filter, without like trying to make sure that they're saying the right thing. Yeah, it's hard. So yeah, so, you asked me what I want to. Who who's Don Griffin? cares about community and people and people. equality and and I do. Yeah. And that that would be why when something happens that implies that you don't, it would be Oh, it pisses ex- me off. Yeah. And yeah. I then I, I become Don Griffin who's closed <laughs> off and mad and hurt and no one's like that. No one can be all those things. No one yeah. can be your tr- this ideal version of yourself. Right. Yeah, I think you know? both the model me and the not me get in the way of authentic connection. You know, have I spent enough time with my family? You know, mm-hmm. have I have I sacrificed my family and the people who love me the most? You know, it's my mom's birthday and I get a call. Oh, I've got to take this. You know, my family's, my mom and dad are getting older, right? My little sisters are getting older, right? Um, So I'm trying to be that guy that will make sure that I call them every, you know, Mm -hmm. trying to reconnect before, uh, you know, before I don't have that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You start to realize that time is limited. Time is limited. It doesn't matter how much... I could make a billion dollars. So what? You can't put that on your tombstone. And even if I did... I mean, you could. I could, but then when is a billion worth a thousand dollars? I mean, so what? (laughs) You know what I mean? So, so, so what? Who, Who cares? Yeah. You know? After a while, you've done the model thing too, you know, a lot. And I think you have to be comfortable with yourself and say, you know what, it's time to, I've proven everything I need to prove. And so what? And step back. What, 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 you know, let's, let's, let's find happiness. And so now I think your model me is like the, the guy who can be relaxed. That's my model me. Yes. Right. And, but then, but then, when you bump against that, what happens? Because like the model me becomes a thing that like ultimately gets in the way, because it's still like a thing that you're trying to, yeah, be. Dude, there's so much community-wise. It's there's so much garbage. 
and if and and so you have to sit there and go. They're part of you. You you still want to change. You still want to change it. You still need to change it. You need to change it for the next generation. I still need to change it for my own child. So the the model Don that is like, I'm relaxed, is also still seeing all the bullshit. All the bullshit. And I can't relax. Right. And and me being a black man and that, not not just me not treated, but I see other people not Mm -hmm. treated well. Yeah. Because they're not status quo, and yeah. and everyone else who is basically saying we're okay, this is a great town. We're okay. We're okay. It's fine. We're not Martinsville. We're not. But yeah. Martinsville has the candy. the candy store. Yeah, right. At least they're. You know what? At least they're trying. See, that's the problem with our community. Our a problem with our community is that we, at one point in time. We were reaching to be better. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I think we just, we, we fell into our own bullshit. We thought we got there. We got. We thought we got there because we were better than everything else around us. And the world has caught up and surpassed us in, in a lot of ways. You know, um, and it's like we don't see it. We, we, I think we're okay. We think we're okay. As long as we can pack the bus Kirk Chumley full of folks during MLK celebration, we're going to be just fine. Do we do that? Not, I've not never fully. <laughs> I don't know. I'm being, I'm, I guess I'm being a little shit a little bit, but not really. Do you, you understand? You see this. I see that, yeah. It's I not, see it. It's still not safe. It's still not... It's still. Is it the place right right now? Is it the place you want your children to stay in and and be and and, and live, or is there better? I don't know for sure that there's better. I think that I think that like people are like, no, I'm gonna go to Canada. Everything's fine in Canada, it's but not. it's it's not That's, like it's really not. And and I know that it's not like you can't go to. Great Britain and think it's going to be okay because it's, it's not. definitely not. And so I don't I don't know where and I that is definitely a Dude. I don't know whether that's model me not me or where that falls but like that question like I know I know they're going to leave because why would they stay like it's unreasonable for them to stay in town just because we're here that's why you don't get to be laid back you can't be laid back Don. (laughs) you can't be laid back amy you can't yeah we're trying to recruit people to help change because we can't do it by ourselves it can't just be me and you having these conversations yeah but i i was i was noticing someone who was staying in a conversation that was definitely not super respectful of who they are, but they were staying in it and saying that they appreciated the feeling that the people in the conversation were trying to learn rather than acting like they already knew everything. So even though they were getting things wrong and fumbling about, they were also hearing some feedback and trying to 
trying to take it in. That's good, though. Yeah. And, like, when we first started talking, you were super annoyed with the idea of a group of white people getting together to talk about racism. <laughs> Remember? Oh, my God. There's still, that came up during the election, that, that, that little group. Did it really? Oh, my God. And I just thought it was so bizarre that there was this group that was basically 100% white. Yeah. That got together to talk about racism in a safe place. That's where this conversation I had earlier today was it was people learning about gender issues like gender identity and what medical treatment would a adolescent get if they went in and stuff like that. And they were open to learning, but I don't feel like it should be the non-binary people's job to help them learn right like it feels like that's asking too much yeah kind it i get it but i also feel like because i think it's hard because i think it it, it, you're you're right it's it is hard and i know a lot of african-americans i'm not asking all african-americans to sit here and be the teacher because that does get old yeah that gets that does get old it's and it is hard every time we talk Mm-hmm. It opens up things. But I think we have to figure out a way, not just black people, but... All the people. All the people. Um, I think we do have to figure out a way to give grace. That's the only way we're going to be able to understand each other. So I think there's two sides to that, though. There's the one side that's like, oh, um, if we're too hard on people or if we if, we're, if we don't give them grace, then they're, nev- they're going to be too scared to learn. And so that's... That's one side of it, right? But I think the other side of that is that we have to be willing to sit in uncomfortable places. So even if it feels scary to be vulnerable, even if it even if it's like activating your I am not that person what? part of you, then still sitting there and saying I'm uncomfortable and I don't understand this conversation can you help me well well even us talking just a minute ago and I'm saying everybody because I'm afraid that I'm going to leave someone out <laughs> you're not going to get it all I'm, I'm not going to get gonna it all everybody you know I'm, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. going to miss someone so I'm like yeah, you know it's me and people <laughs> like me and <laughs> you know and I'm trying to figure out if I got all my ABCs right I'm just trying you, you understand what I mean because yeah. I want to make it right your model me gets it right. My yeah. model, yeah, yeah. but the, so I'm telling everyone, oh, you should be comfortable with bringing people in that are different than you because they're just fucking people. <laughs> Nobody had. We're just, we're all just trying to get it right, and we all want to be loved, right? Yeah. Damn, <laughs> that's it. Let's uh, just just accept people for, at, just, at, for who they are, and be okay with the fact that we're not perfect. That I'm not going to get my ABCs right. I'm trying to say that, but yeah. then I'm not doing it. Do you want to? Do you want to hear a poem that that reminded me of? Please. Okay. Every week, uh, I do a. It's a a process group. I usually open with a poem, and it's interesting because sometimes people are like, I've literally had times that they're like, "That's the dumbest poem <laughs> I've ever heard," <laughs> or, "Wow, that poem just." changed by life so this is by Hafiz I think that's how you say it and they're all in um, 
whatever language. Anyway, so they're always translations is my point. So there's always some differences. Okay, okay, and we were we wondering go. about like, okay. we were wondering about the translation in this because it definitely is before, this was written before a time that you would have had the word cops. So it's an in interesting that that's in this poem. But the poem is called Admit Something. Everyone you see, you say to them, love me. Of course, you do not do this out loud. Otherwise, someone would call the cops. Still, though, think about this. This great pull in us to connect. Why not become the one who lives with a full moon in each eye that is always saying with that sweet moon language what every other eye in this world is dying to hear? I love you. <laughs> oh, ha, ha, ha. That's pretty good. Everyone longs for connection, and we have a culture where someone would see the longing for connection as a threat. Now you're messing up my whole thing. Huh? I'm trying to climb. I'm trying to climb back into a shell, right? <laughs> and I'm pulling and you're pulling you back, me out. back out, saying I should tell people that I, you know, that I love them. But hmm. you know, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to love when you feel like you're not necessarily loved back. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Or and I think that's what the like the model me being sort of triggered is about is like feeling like people aren't seeing who you really are or the good parts of you. I like being able to love things and people and like love mm -hmm. when Irene Stiver who wrote like one of co-wrote one of the second books about RCT um, called The Healing Connection and she got cancer and I, I think it was a fairly advanced when they found it and she was having Judy Jordan write a letter to her clients um, and was saying well you're leaving out love why are you leaving love out of that that's so important and the the essays by Judy Jordan and she's talking about like the tendency to intellectualize and mm -hmm. model me your way out of like basic connection all right so next time you have to bring that uh, essay this right thing yeah, I mean, you have to read it one day. <laughs> not, not now. You, you're always, you almost made me cry this last time. So let's just, we don't need to bring out the essay, of, you know. But, and she's talking about Model Me too. No, I mean that but, that's from Maureen's book. That's more recent. But, but she is talking about like our strategies to maintain our distance because we are afraid of being hurt. This whole walking into a space and going in with the idea of finding common ground and understanding, that is love. Mm -hmm. That's saying that you value people that don't think like you. You value them enough to want to get to know them. And valuing them enough to trust them with your truth too 
So the take it easy model me, and I definitely have my part of my model me is I don't want to intrude. And I've literally like, as a therapist, <laughs> been sitting there in the therapy room and thought I should ask this and then thought, well, I don't really want to intrude. <laughs> like, that's literally what I'm that's what you there to do. And it may not be okay. Like it may turn out that sharing your truth doesn't work out very well. But being willing to take the risk of saying what you just said hurt me. And that probably like gets into your not me, which is like you are completely self-sufficient and you've built your stuff up on your own. Mm -hmm. And like, could you imagine taking a drag show or going into an elementary school and reading in drag you're trying to get community to accept and know Mm -hmm. and they know that they're going to get hate there's other examples Mm -hmm. but that was the one that just came into my mind like there are people out there in this day and age putting themselves out there for for what they believe and that comes from a place i think that comes from a place of love yeah you know yeah i'm really glad you're back yeah, I, I am too. I appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate you too. This episode of My Racist Friend is a production of the Bloomington Center for Connection, an organization using relational cultural theory to promote social change through connection. This conversation between Don Griffin Jr. and Amy McKeese, LCSW, took place on December 17, 2023 in Bloomington, Indiana, and was edited for this podcast by Kevin McKeese. Theme music lovingly sampled from Your Racist Friend by They Might Be Giants. Follow Bloomington Center for Connection on Facebook and other social media platforms. You and your racist friend. I think... The, should we turn off the birds? Because I can't stop hearing them. How long has those birds been bothering you? Oh, wow. Why don't you say something? I was trying to not let it bother me. But it was bothering you. Yeah, it was my model Clearly me, there was something bothering you. That wanted to be you. focused. <laughs> <laughs> I turned off the ocean sounds, and I thought Kevin was testing the mic with bird sounds. And then I realized that I hadn't turned it off. I had just switched it to... Oh, and see, I just thought you had a bunch of pet birds. I thought, my God, they're into so, you know so many things that I didn't that you didn't even know about. No. So.